timekeeper, I'm looking at a timer. I'll uh, I'll time myself. I won't need that warning. Thank you very much for your service. I am C, and I am um, compulsive overeater. And my abstinent date is 7-21-21. I am abstinent today. And that is a miracle in itself, and it is by the grace of God and this fellowship. I'm so glad that I'm here and on time because I have been so scattered this week. My best friend of 25 years entered hospice this week. She had been talking about it. She has been battling cancer, a return of cancer for four years and has had four kinds of cancer for the past few years. And at this point, the chemo is killing her. You know, sometimes it's, which we'll get to you first, and she can no longer handle the bombarding of um, those strong chemicals in her body. And so I'm a bit discombobulated. I have never lost a peer that I care about. I've lost parents, uh, but I've never lost a friend before, let alone my best friend, my bosom buddy. It occurred to me around almost five o'clock, which is one of my eating times, that I did eat earlier. I didn't eat very much, but it occurred to me as I was approaching my dinner time that it just had not occurred to me to eat at this. It hasn't occurred to me all week long to eat at this. Uh, It just hasn't. And that's why I call it a miracle. Because left to my own devices, I would have been um, head first inside of something yummy and creamy and sweet at the very least. And that just never occurred to me today. And that is a gift from my higher power and from this fellowship. I have shared many times that I did not want to come here. Uh, it was absolutely the last place I wanted to be. And really it has it ended up being uh, my last solution for um, compulsive overeating. And I couldn't remember why I didn't want to be here. I just remembered that many years ago I tried OA and I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. And it wasn't until I had been around for a while and heard about the grace sheet that I remembered that that's that's what it was. I went to an in-person meeting and I was, you know, I got a sponsor or somebody assigned a sponsor. I don't know. At any rate, she gave me this sheet and and I looked at that and thought, I am not doing that. Uh, And that was that was the end of my foray into OA and I didn't come back. But, you know, I'm a very successful dieter. I'm a person who knows how to restrict and over-exercise and lose weight. And and I did that. And in the last 15 years, I have lost more than 50 pounds, in one case 70, and gained it all back plus interest each time. I've done that three times. And so in 21, and I have not been to an in-person meeting yet, uh, it's been all Zoom and telephone, uh, I finally thought, you know, this isn't working by myself. And I know 12-step recovery works because I celebrated 20 years of recovery in the beverage program. So it's not as if I'm I'm a stranger to these uh, steps, and it's not as if I don't know that they work, but I have to want it. I, I grew up in a, uh, a troubled home with uh, a mom and dad, and uh, they had serious, serious, serious issues. We were very isolated. My stepfather liked it that way. It's easier to control someone when they're isolated, no family around, no friends. Um, He didn't want her to work, and so she didn't most of the time. If she did decide that she needed to work because we were totally out of money, then he would 
make sure she had enough bruising on her face and a black eye so she couldn't go back to work. It was chaotic. I mean, the police were called, trips to the ER. Um, it was just a very chaotic place for an only child. I was a, a chubby little baby who became a skinny, tall kid. Weight was not an issue for me. But when I look back now, uh, food was an issue early on. I mean, I was always a kid who enjoyed eating. But food insecurity was real in my family. Um, when my parents were both sober, they tried to be that 1950s TV family. And when, um, when they weren't, it was just total chaos. I I actually have an event, a traumatic event, um, that lets me know why it was that I came to fear not having enough food. And that was my stepfather disappeared for months. I don't know where he went. I, I think maybe he was in the brick because he just disappeared. He was gone for months and then he just reappeared and my, my mother never told me where he was. So I think he was probably in the brick because that had happened before. At any rate, we had no food and she had to go to social services and get food stamps. And I remember her being so humiliated having to do that. But I remember as a very young child thinking, I'm gonna grow up and get away from the crazy people and I will never be without food again. This will never happen to me again. And so I, I had a mental obsession with having enough food. Also, uh, there were people in my life from a young age who liked little children. I didn't have a fancy name for them back then. We do now. Um, and they liked skinny bodies. And by the time I was a teenager, I realized that I, if I ate enough, I could put on a little bit of weight and make myself unattractive to those persons, although that didn't really work out so well. By the time I was 17, I was quite tall and skinny and discovered that that you could make money being tall and skinny. Um, and so I was a professional model when I was in college. And that was a pretty abusive way to live because at my height, I was expected to be about 120, 125 pounds, which means you eat nothing. Yeah, I mean, you just can't eat and, and be uh, that thin at my, at my weight. But the money was good, and I had a boyfriend who had a little something to help me not be hungry. Um, and it was just just abusive. And I don't know if I, I didn't deliberately get pregnant, but I did get pregnant and I kept the baby. And so for the first time in my life, all of a sudden I gained a tremendous amount of weight. And it came off pretty quickly when I made up my mind to get it off. Um, and that was the beginning of going up and down, up and down, up and down, but nothing compared to where I would end up in middle age and now into, into my older years. Um, my top weight is 292. Just couldn't believe it was 291.9. I just couldn't believe that I was that close to 300 pounds. How did this happen? Well, it happened one bite at a time. And and why? That was the thing. Why? I do not have a dramatic weight loss story in in uh, in OA. I am actually quite afraid of losing a great deal of weight quickly the way that I have in the past. I know how to do it. Severely restrict, exercise two hours a day, and the weight will come up pretty quickly. And it comes back on. I understood that if I didn't get to the root of why it is that I reach for food um, instead of healthier things, 
then it was just going to keep happening. And I didn't want that to keep happening. I had a seven-year relapse in the beverage program. After 10 years of sobriety, I had a seven-year relapse. I know what relapse feels like. I know the, the horror and the demoralization of relapse. I do not want to do that in this program. And so I decided early on that I needed to do something that was sustainable for the rest of my life. And that if that meant taking off 35 pounds a year for three years, that was okay with me. And I am on track with that. That is how I am tracking. And I am fine with it. I am absolutely fine with it. I don't need to rush. It occurred to me recently that my 50th high school reunion is coming up next year, and I'll be honest with you, I want to look cute in whatever black dress I wear at that I do. But for the most part, um, this weight loss has been more about health, um, helping my arthritic joints and, and all of the other things that go with being an older, mature woman. So recovery. I did stagger in here. I did listen. I did uh you know, find a sponsor and start working the steps. But something that has happened recently, which has been amazing, uh, I have been participating in the 12 Step Within workshop. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, what a gift that has been to my life, to my recovery, uh, to, my, to my soul. It has just been phenomenal. I, 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 I cannot say enough about it. And uh, I realize that I'm very blessed that I can do that on a Wednesday afternoon at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, that I can work my schedule around, that I know not everyone can. But I highly recommend it for anyone who can when it comes up again. I want to read something from our 12 and 12 on page 81, step 12, spiritual principle service. Step 12 begins with the acknowledgement of a great truth. We who have worked the first 11 steps of the Overeaters Anonymous program have had a spiritual awakening, and we now have a message of hope to carry to other compulsive overeaters. We who once suffered from complete powerlessness to control our eating and our lives have now discovered the saving strength of a power greater than ourselves. We have experienced the miracle of physical, emotional, and spiritual healing, just as we were promised when we began working these steps. For most of us, the central factor in this spiritual awakening has been our decision to trust a higher power with every aspect of our lives. And acting on that decision one day at a time, we have learned a whole new set of skills for living, skills that enable us to clear from our lives everything that might interfere with our trust in this higher power. Now we know we don't have to fear anything that comes to us. Even when challenges happen as they do in life, we know we have a way of sanely facing each situation. We have seen that our higher power will reveal something to us, um, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, something of value to us with every experience as long as we continue practicing these principles. We're no longer afraid of food because it no longer controls us. The glorious fact for most of us is that God has lifted the food obsession from us. Uh, I'll end there on page 82. Uh, that has been my experience. Uh, my 
My abstinence is, is very simple, uh, three meals a day and a snack at certain times of the day, nothing in between, and no other times. And that has been sustainable. And I am so grateful. But the obsession, because I've never been a person who piled food high on my plate. That has not been my pattern of eating. Uh, I am a grazer, just all, you know, in the kitchen all day long, all day long, all day long, and just getting a little something, a little something, a little something, a little something. There was a time in my life when I had a medical issue, and they told me I should eat five small meals a day, and I did that, but it was probably more like six or seven small meals a day, or five small meals a day, a couple of snacks, just always in the kitchen, a little of this, a little of that, on and on and on and on. And some high calorie things, because I really do like things that are creamy and sweet and yummy. Um, but my higher power has given me the gift of, of not needing to do that. And I was amazed at how relatively simple and, and relatively easy that has been. I am not yet neutral. I can walk into any drinking situation and, I mean, I could care less. Just have, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not my life. It just has nothing to do with me. I do still notice all of those things that I used to think I couldn't live without. I notice them. I do not crave them, desire them, have to have them, you know, run out of that place to go find. That is not the case. But I do still notice, um, and I do still wish that I could eat those kinds of things and never gain a pound. But my higher power has brought me such a long way. And the fact that I could be going through what is one of the most stressful things I've had to go through since I had been in OA and not be thinking about medicating myself or medicating my emotions. And I am really discombobulated this week. I, I missed three appointments. I don't do that. I am an organized person. I am usually early. I, 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 but, and, and everyone has been so kind and gracious. They understand. Everybody understands. Um, I'm probably being harder on myself than anybody. But it, it's, it's emotionally challenging. And everything that I have learned about relating to people and being in relationship with people, I have learned in 12-step recovery. I did not learn it in my crazy, chaotic home. I did not learn it there. I didn't learn people skills. I didn't learn coping skills, which is why I left there and started drinking and drugging. Because um, I didn't know how to accept life on life's terms. There came a point where I substituted drink, smoking for drinking, and then I got rid of the cigarettes, and then I started shopping like crazy. And somewhere along the way, food became my, quote, solution. Well, it's not. It's not a solution. Um, and it doesn't have to be today. So I continue trudging along <laughs> with my slow roll uh, and being okay with it because it's my higher powers leading. And I do not want to dishonor the gift that my higher power, whom I call God, has given me of relieving me of that obsession to go to the kitchen every few minutes. I do not want to dishonor that by rushing ahead because that is where I have gotten in trouble in the past, is rushing ahead of my higher power or thinking, I got this which is why I had a seven-year relapse in the beverage program. I got this. That's not an issue for me anymore. Not a part of my life. Uh, I don't want to live that way anymore. 
My best friend is only three years older than me. We had planned to grow old together. We knew where we were going to live. We were going to be two cranky old ladies taking care of each other. And that is not going to happen. But I don't have to eat to it. I don't have to harm myself as I grieve the loss of just the best friend anybody could ever have. I can celebrate the times we've had together, and she's not gone yet. Uh, but these are hard days. It's, it's bad for her right now, and that's hard to see. So I'm going to stop talking now, and I would like to um, present two options for uh, a, a, a topic. For me, gratitude is always an appropriate topic in 12-step recovery. I am so grateful for the work that my higher power has done in my life. And the other is the steps. Because for me, the recovery is in the steps. I love the fellowship. I need the fellowship. But my recovery is in the working of these steps and the, the, the spiritual awakening that happens as the result of these steps. So I am C. Uh, thank you for this opportunity to share my experience, strength, and hope. I pass.